Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So later this hour, the Heritage Foundation put out its 2023 Index of U.S. Military Strength, which the Wall Street Journal is reporting the results of for the first time today, and it's a worrisome look at our hard power currently on the world stage we can take a look at that since we have a pretty big audience of people that are involved or interested in our military yeah i uh i'm i'm glad you're bringing that up because i've come to believe quite strongly that we are uh we're asleep at the wheel and you hate to find out after a battle starts right right well that's usually how it happens ask vlad putin so on a totally different topic Jack and I have both made reference to Elliot Ackerman's fabulous book. Uh, I took it in via audio. Did you as well, Jack? I think you have to take it in through audio because the author who served in Afghanistan and Iraq and a lot of different places uh, reads the book. And I think that adds a lot to it. Mm. Um, I think this should be required for all voting age adults in America and every high school. That's how much I think of this book. Yeah, it's it's. Absolutely brilliant and terrific and very readable slash listenable. Uh, again, it's uh, The Fifth Act. Find it wherever audiobooks are distributed. Um, and I agree that the author reading it is great. Um, so, uh, interestingly enough, in the last chapter, he 
talks about a couple of different issues that are definitely related to the Afghanistan thing, uh, but more about the current state of American politics and American life. And by the end of this book, you will agree he has earned the right to discuss these things. Abe Lincoln once said, it's one of my favorite quotes of his from his Lyceum address, if destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. I hope I am overwary, but if I am not, there is, even now, something of ill omen amongst us. His point being, the things that make America great make us so great, we will not be defeated from outside unless we kill ourselves, obviously. And just as one more aside before we get into some of what Elliot Ackerman had to say, um, Jack and I are... uh, embarked on this naive and idiotic uh, quest to help the country stay together as opposed to profiting from it being torn apart. And there's a lot in politics and in talk radio, in media, that is all about profiting as much as possible while pouring gasoline on the fires. Now, that's not to say all disagreement or strong rhetoric is out of line. It's not. I mean, if you believe something strongly, you ought to express it strongly. But the whole uh, our, our greatest enemies are our fellow Americans thing, that is unhealthy. So uh, let's start with uh, some of what Elliot Ackerman said so eloquently. Michael, just give us 8081 back to back. The politicization of American life is swiftly oh, I'm becoming sorry. total. Can you stop it? I, In 19, I knew the politicization. Was I knew there was something else I meant to say. I ought to write this stuff down because I have the memory of a 130-year-old. Um, he had just gotten through discussing all-out warfare, which was mostly a, a, a development of the 20th century, really, your world wars. And uh, Eisenhower warning us about the military-industrial complex in an era of all-out warfare. Okay, back to 1881. The politicization of American life is swiftly becoming total with virtually no opinion or thought existing outside the realm of partisan sorting. In 1939, when America was emerging from the throes of the Great Depression, our military ranked 19th largest in the world, standing behind Portugal. The Second World War and the Cold War that followed epitomized what theorists call total war, in which every facet of a society is mobilized. This was a departure from centuries past, when nations typically waged limited war, relying on professional armies instead of the widespread enlistment of its citizenry and means of national production. One consequence of total war is that even non-military parts of society become military targets. Manufacturing, agriculture, energy, even civilian populations. By the time Eisenhower delivered his address, Total war had reached its zenith. As the development of civilization-ending nuclear weapons had made the human race's continued existence contingent on a precarious doctrine of mutually assured destruction between the United States and the Soviet Union. Any comment, or uh, shall we plunge on? I think we all understand total war. Every facet of the society is involved. Yeah, which is what China is trying to pull off right now. Right, and, and you can see it in Ukraine, too. Putin attacking everything from energy to food to to apartment buildings and kindergartens. All right, roll on, Michael. One way to measure our current state of 
total politics is to look at the ballooning economics of presidential campaigns. Listen to this. In the 1980 presidential election, spending by Republicans and Democrats combined totaled $60 million, $190 million when adjusted for inflation. In 2020, filings show that the election cost $14.4 billion, which represents a 75 times increase in spending. We're now spending 75 times as much on our presidential elections. I can't, I can't imagine anybody that would argue that that's a good development, that we've gone from spending $200 million for a presidential election to however many billion that was. Yeah, from $190 million to $14.4 billion. Is there anybody of any political stripe or ideology they could argue that that's a good thing. I don't. I can't imagine what your argument would be. Yeah, I'm tempted to go off on one of my usual screeds about how that is just such manifest proof that the government now has way too much power, way too much money, and why we're obsessed with the president in particular as a godhead that will lead us to salvation. But anyway, um, so again, his his point, his greater point is is coming. The fact that we're now like total war in a state of total politics. Roll on, Mike. While the military-industrial complex fed off the U.S.-Soviet Cold War conflict, the political-industrial complex feeds off the left-right conflict. If the military-industrial complex led us into a paradigm of perpetual wars with little hope of victory and no end in sight, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, then the political-industrial complex has led us into a paradigm of perpetual campaigns in which our political class needs divisive issues to fight over more than it needs solutions to the issues themselves. Crucial issues like gun control, immigration, and health care. Well, that's why I've been so hesitant to, to get into the conversation among uh, the political class, to which, uh, to what extent we are in that, I don't know, but the political class who months ago would be saying, we're now just 15 weeks from the election. And just, just the, that being the, the, the only star out there for us to point our eyes toward for anything that is of interest at all in our lives. When is the next election? Where are things right now in the polls for the next election? And they'll start that again the day after this coming election. Right, right. Agreed. Completely. Um, go ahead, play the next clip, then I'll make a point, Michael. Our passions are being inflamed and manipulated for profit by a political industrial complex that feeds off our basis fears of one another. Our experiment in democracy has worked when it appeals to the best in us, as opposed to the worst. Eisenhower recognized this, and it was the instinct he appealed to in each of us as he closed his farewell address. Down the long lane of history, yet to be written, America knows that this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate, and be, instead, a proud confederation of mutual trust and respect. And if we do become a community of dreadful fear and hate, That was an odd place to edit it. Uh, why don't we go ahead and finish it with the last clip? <laughs> In the Cold War, failure meant mutually assured destruction through nuclear war. It was an outcome that, fortunately, never arrived. 
though it's instructive that Eisenhower's farewell address came a little less than two years before the Cuban Missile Crisis, the closest humanity has ever come to nuclear annihilation. Today we sit on a different sort of precipice. Are we entering an era where we hold elections in a nation so hopelessly divided that neither side is willing to accept defeat? Yes. In a democracy, that is the truest form of mutually assured destruction. Yes, that, that last thing you described, that is what we're uh, headed for. Screaming toward, and I don't think there's any arresting it. You know, I appreciate him putting such a beautiful label on something we've been talking about for a very long time, the political-industrial complex that profits off of left-right right conflict, therefore must keep it stoked at every moment. And in a state of perpetual election, which everybody has recognized is the, is the, current, the current state, without a doubt. Right. Right. Uh, you know, what to do about it on, on our show is something Jack and I discuss a fair amount. But um, in greater society, and again, this is a naive and idiotic uh, quest that we're on. Um, but, you know, what the hell? Uh, I'm reminded of one of my favorite quotes from Aldous Huxley, uh, who said, and I've mentioned this quote several times in the context of the woke crowd, the critical theory crowd, The Black Lives Matter defund the police crowd who are so cruel and vicious. They end careers over the slightest misstep. Literally. Drive people into despair and poverty because they used a word that was okay last year, but not this year. They're vicious. Here's the Huxley quote. The surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people they will have a chance of maltreating someone. To be able to destroy with good conscience, to be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior righteous indignation, that is the height of psychological luxury, the most delicious of moral treats. I uh, I love this topic, but I would point out that the book is an awful lot of battle scenes from Afghanistan and Iraq and uh and what the wars were like. But I couldn't recommend this book more highly. I, I honestly mean I think you will be a better voter and citizen for the rest of your life if you read that book. I particularly think you should listen to it. Yeah, it covers a lot of ground from uh, the politics of war to the actual fighting of war to the moral uh, culpability of warriors and the guilt of survivors. And just it, it covers a tremendous amount of ground. It's incredibly insightful. You learn a lot about Afghanistan. Uh, but uh, again, this segment is not a book review. It's to discuss, you know, what we've been discussing. And it's okay to be strongly partisan, but I would urge you all to be aware of when you're being manipulated, not not informed or, um, or just legitimately, you know, well, informed by the political industrial complex, but when you're being manipulated. And, and when you, when I, I'll talk about myself, I try to be aware of, Am I engaging in what Huxley was describing, being vicious because I get to? We really need to take a break. Uh, We'll discuss this more. Stay with us. I would never do as a doctor. I would never smoke. I would never jump on a trampoline. Because I've seen too many people paralyzed from their necks down. 
Yeah, I wouldn't ride a motorcycle. So that's a 100-year-old doctor with the things he would never do. Don't smoke, jump on a trampoline, or ride a motorcycle. Right. As we discussed last hour, I've violated, well, I've smoked a little, but I've certainly violated the last two. And yet here I am, defiant. (laughs) You said you had a final thought on the uh, Ackerman book? Yeah, just that, like so many bad things in life, it's a question of amount or degree. Have a couple of drinks, you'll be fine. Drink all the time, drink your way through the day, you're an alcoholic. Uh, A little zesty partisanship and strong beliefs is great. But becoming an angry hater and and tearing the country apart over it, that ain't great. So, again, it's a matter of how much, you know, how hard, how fast. So I was reading, I'm sick, and uh, so I was reading, I don't know, uh, similar to like, uh, if I don't feel good, I eat crappy food. I don't feel good, I take in crappy information. And I was taking in some celebrity information yesterday. (laughs) Comfort info. (laughs) I guess. Is that a term? It might be. I was taking in comfort information and about a celebrity breakup. So Jason Sudeikis from uh, Ted Lasso, you know, the Saturday Night Live guy, he broke up with Olivia Wilde, and um, she's with Harry Styles now, I guess. Oh, my. Anyway, and they got two kids, and it's just horrible. It's just, just freaking horrible. But um, he found out by uh, she she went to film a movie with Harry Styles, and she left behind her Apple Watch, and he decided to look through her Apple Watch, apparently, at texts and found the, the flirty texts between them, and that, and that all unraveled from there. But um, the thing that I was wondering about is these stars who, who this happens to, it would seem more than the general population, is it just the reality of they're constantly around other really, really attractive rich people? Is is that it? I mean, I've never believed the whole a man is only as faithful as his, his options. I've never believed that. I think that's a really cynical thing to say. But there is a little truth to that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a factor. Sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other factor is that uh, actors and performers in general are more in need of, what would you say, affirmation? Then maybe most people, and you know, I include myself in this, I suppose, but they want a reaction. Yeah, they they're, want they're, the audience to applaud. That's why they do what they do. There's no doubt that that's probably true. But I just think for the general population, even without the whole actor weirdness, I think if you were constantly working with really hot, wealthy people, it wouldn't be helpful. No. No. Well, it's like I've often said, uh, I never go down to the hotel bar when I'm traveling. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what these people do kind of for a living. Yeah. They hang out at like the hottest hotel bar that's ever existed, full of people in the prime of life on the road, away from their spouses and families. Right. And, and, and And what happens often happens, it would seem. That's a tough way to find out. The the uh, maid said he cried for days, so that's oh, uh, that's kind of rough. Yeah. So well, don't got... go down to the hotel bar. Do what I do. Drink alone in your room, muttering angrily. Is our military ready for battle? Well, according to a report that just came out, maybe not. That on the way. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Xi offered no concessions to the West and said he would continue to modernize China's military. The Chinese leader is expected to be handed a third term, potentially setting him up as president for life. This as the Biden administration released its 48-page national security strategy. Quote, Russia poses an immediate threat to the free and open international system. The PRC, People's Republic of China, by contrast, is the only competitor with both the intent to reshape the international order and increasingly the economic diplomatic military and technological power to advance that objective yep are we paying attention i hope we are that is the goal of china and uh, i thought that was a good lead into this article from the editorial board in the wall street journal about this report that's just out about how our military is not really up to what it ought to be i can go through some of the details for you but I'm going to do the odd thing of reading the last paragraph first because I thought the summary was pretty good, and then we'll get into in what ways the military is coming up short. The Wall Street Journal editorial board saying, some will call this alarmist and ask why the Pentagon can't do better on an $800 billion a year budget. 
The latter is a fair question, I'd say. And the answer requires procurement and other changes. But the U.S. will also have to spend more on defense if it wants to protect its interests and the homeland. The U.S. is spending about 3% of GDP now compared to 5 to 6% in the 80s. We're spending half as much wow. as we did on our military in the 80s. The Heritage Report is a warning that you can't deter war, much less win one on the cheap. So we'll get into the particulars. Americans like to think their military is unbeatable if politicians just wouldn't get in the way. The truth is that U.S. hard power isn't what it used to be. That's the message of the Heritage Foundation's 2023 Index of U.S. Military Strength, which was reported here for the first time and describes a worrisome trend. Heritage rates the U.S. military as weak, in quotes, and at growing risk of not being able to meet the demands of defending America's vital national interests. The weak rating, which is down from marginal a year earlier, is the first in the index's nine-year history uh, of being that low. The index measures the military's ability to prevail in two major regional conflicts at once, say a conflict in the Middle East at the same time as a fight on the Korean Peninsula. Americans might wish that the world be a simpler, less threatening place, as the report notes, but these commitments are part of U.S. national security strategy. The U.S. military risks being unable to handle even a single major regional conflict, as it also tries to deter rogues elsewhere. The Trump administration's one-time cash infusion has dried up, Pentagon budgets aren't keeping up with inflation, and the branches are having to make trade-offs about whether to be modern, large, or ready to fight tonight. The decline is especially acute in the Navy and the Air Force. So I've heard, yeah, yeah. You know, yet another reference to the Fifth Act by Elliot Ackerman. He talks about how we went all in for the post, uh, post-Cold War and post-9-11 notion that it's the end of history. The whole geopolitical conflict between big powers thing is over. We all love each other. It's all about these little non-state actors. we got to be lean and mean and ready to kill al-Qaeda in a cave somewhere. That's what right. the military's for. Right. And that is, uh, if you're paying any attention to what, Chairman Xi is saying in China that is not going to be the next century. So you've probably heard us talk about how China's Navy is actually bigger than ours now. But as it says here, war isn't won on numbers alone. But China is also narrowing the U.S. technological advantage in every area from aircraft catapults to long-range missiles. So they're not only bigger, but they're catching us on technology. Uh, So it goes through the deficits in the Navy. Then it says it's worse in the Air Force, which gets a very weak rating. Aging aircraft and very poor pilot training and retention have produced an Air Force that would struggle greatly against a peer competitor, Heritage says. Wow. Wow. We don't like to think that way of our military. Well, better better to get the accurate bad news and, and stomach it and deal with it than go whistling past the graveyard. Our fighter and bomber, bomber forces are about 40% of what we had in the 80s. 40% of what we had in the 80s cuz in the 80s we thought well we're at a we're in a global struggle for mankind against the Soviet Union then that went away mm-hmm. and as you just described we thought we're in a struggle ish with a bunch of nut jobs in various places around the world but we dominate the world you know it's funny i don't hold grudges i really never have i don't believe in it and i have a terrible memory so i know a guy who holds grudges and i've always hated him (laughs) (laughs) um so i i I just i'm not talented enough to hold a grudge but um i'll i've never forgotten it i've never forgiven diane feinstein 
who in the 90s was running against a guy named Matt Fong for senator, and he was advocating a strong defense. And she hit him with, and this is damn near verbatim, Earth to Matt Fong, the Cold War is over. We need to talk about how we're going to spend the peace dividend. And, of course, I was seen as a great zinger, and he was an idiot. And shouldn't be elected at all. A zinger. The end of history. Who said that? Fukuyama? Yeah. He ought to shut up. The story isn't much better for the Army, which has lost $59 billion in buying power since 2018 due to flat budgets and inflation. Also, problems that are uh, because they just can't recruit enough soldiers, which we talked about last week. Nearly 20,000 short in fiscal 22 of soldiers. Just can't get people to want to join. Right. I, I, I think all of the branches save maybe one are falling far short of the recruiting goals. And those goals are based on probably not realistic two major war thinking. Well, we have a series of problems. Yeah, world history is full of, you know, a dominant force thinking, man, nobody could touch us until the moment the young upstart challenges them and bests them and they realize, oh, I guess we weren't as good as we thought. I mean, the sports, the reason sports are so popular is because dudes like all these war analogies. And it's just like, you know, your your veteran team that has won it so many times, nobody could take us out. Then the young team of nobodies you've never heard of all of a sudden upsets them. And you realize, oh, I guess we've kind of gotten a little complacent. And whether it's uh, history books or talking about the 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers, you usually just see a sentence or two that say, but they grew complacent and soon, and, and that's it. That's it. That's the only description of, for instance, a culture uh, started to be taught in schools that you should hate your country, not love it, that the world would be better off without the United States, uh, you know, all sorts of woke nonsense. Um, and, and not to mention the politics, we got to hand out uh, food to people who are too lazy to work. We can't afford to buy uh, parts for our our fighter jets. You know, there are a hundred different things that go into. They grew complacent and right. God, Britain in the thirties. Read the that the section of Churchill's uh, overly long autobiography, "The Gathering Storm." Said to be slightly self serving. Eh. Um, but he talks about just, he, he practically stood on people's chests saying the Nazis are building a gigantic war machine. We need to being told, Oh no, 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 no. There's no need. It's the history of the world. Do I want to live long enough for when China defeats us in a major battle over in their part of the world? And everybody wonders, Hey, how that happened? I thought we had the best military. Do I want to live? Do I, will I enjoy that? I was right. Or will it just be awful? I, I don't know. Yeah, I I think uh, whatever satisfaction might come out of that would pale in significance to the abuses of our new Chinese overlords. Or you got you got to go with the. Do you want to deal with the emotional outcomes of various things, or be dead? <laughs> do I live long enough for it? So the alternative is to be you know. dead. So I don't know. Well, that's an advantage either. I'm not familiar with the system where you get to choose either. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, quick word uh, from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. The old school home security companies. 
They set you up with outdated technology, overcharge you for service, and lock you into binding multi-year contracts, and you get to put the sign in your yard to keep the bad guys away. Why don't you look at Simply Safe Home Security? It is better. 24-7 professional monitoring. Agents call you the moment a threat is detected. Detected dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Blanking, blanketing your home and protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. It's really impressive, especially for the price, and no long-term contract. And Simply Safe has HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. High def, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real, and if you're worried about fires. Maybe you're in the foothills or in the mountains or whatever, floods, whatever. They have sensors for that. Uh, go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Customize the perfect system for your needs. It takes just a few minutes. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. One more time, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Hey, is this whole college loan bailout thing actually going to happen? No. No. Uh, no, I'm glad you asked. Why don't we talk about that next? There are okay. millions of poor, and I don't mean financially, but I'm pitying them, millions of poor young people who have been lured to the mouse trap with the idea that we, the people, are going to pay their loans for them, and it's not going to happen. I know a few myself. I do, too. Yeah, I gave, I gave birth to them. Men can give birth. <laughs> I fathered them. <laughs> Do you go with the did you go with the we're pregnant when you were a I may have once or twice. Yeah. Um, but I don't recall it was a long time ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's a good story. Um Are you uh, against that phrase? Or uh I think I am. I understand. A little the, uncomfortably. I think the intention is good, but um having gone through the experience a couple times myself, I mean the the real the real rubber meets the road in terms of the 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 uh, taking on a pregnancy and then the delivery. Really, it seems like it doesn't seem like a generous thing for me to say we're pregnant. It it feels more like me taking on some of the the hardship when yes. it's really not apt. taking some of the credit. Yeah. Now, I definitely said we're expecting. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. But we're pregnant is uh, to me that's. Uh, like, uh, we're carrying a heavy load as the wife is straining under it, and I'm sitting there chatting. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I feel like if I said that, she would say, have your ankles doubled in size? Does your back hurt? Do you have to pee every two minutes? <laughs> no, mm. None of those things. Um, we got more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Snag a job is where America goes to hire. 
with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Who's going to benefit the most? Working people, the middle class. As the president tries to forgive student loans amid lawsuits. Litigation is, is underway, and I don't think our, our, legis- our legal judgment is that it won't, but they're trying to stop it. The bigger concern among 89% of those surveyed in a Fox News poll is inflation. People are tired of being broke. Our number one concern is or it's just going to benefit the working class and then uh, also in the same breath, more or less, talking about the student loan forgiveness, which is definitely not the working class. That's the working class paying for y'all to go to college. Exactly. And get your worthless degrees, including mine. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, we went to school pre the skyrocketing of college costs when colleges became bloated summer camps where you don't learn anything. Yeah, I became aware of uh, someone's monthly nut for their student loans, and I was, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, did you buy a luxury car? You bought a Porsche. And how? And I said, do you, how long do you have to pay that? And they said, I don't even know. I'm like, okay. Dollar a day for a million years. <sighs> yeah. Oof. So a federal judge is weighing whether to issue an injunction 
against the program until a ruling is made on the full lawsuit. It's that decision has not come out. Uh, it, it ought to any minute, more or less. Um, you have a bunch of attorneys general who went into court and said that um, they accused the president of overstepping his authority and threatening the revenue of state entities that profit from federal student loans. Uh, the federal government is engaged in a so far hidden, ever changing and increasingly crumbling escapade of lawlessness, said the Nebraska attorney general's office. An escapade of lawlessness. Was that not the uh, title of your uh, book of poetry? Your autobiographical? Yes. Yes. I put out an autobiography in poem form. Right. It was a little red, but uh, lovely, really, for those who slogged through it. (laughs) Critically acclaimed. Uh, Everything we've learned so far shows that the department is making this up as they go. They are acting without agency authority, and they are flouting the HEROES Act, which doesn't give them the broad authority they claim. There's also another lawsuit um, from the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty that claimed, among other things, that the debt plan had an improper racial motive because of statements by the White House that it could help narrow the racial wealth gap and advanced, advance racial equity. But I think the attorney's general suit uh, is, is a lot more potent. So the judge is going to say whether, whether to just stop it while the full lawsuit moves forward or let's let it go until the lawsuit's decided. I'm I'm I keep intending to text my kids who have some college loans um and say, "Hey, this is a really cynical attempt to get credit before the midterm. Your loans are not going to be forgiven." Whatever it is, $10,000 or what. Whatever it is, 10 grand. Um, because they all think it, it is. I happened to speak with one of them about it and told her, yeah, don't hold your breath. And she was shocked. It's so cruel. It's so cruel. But the calculation is when the rug gets yanked, Republicans will be blamed for it. Bingo. Thank you, Mr. President. I would be getting all this debt forgiven, but the cruel, awful Republicans who for no reason, according to NPR, I happen to hear a brief version of the story on NPR before the show today, um, but for no reason, just out of pure meanness, they halted this forgiveness. No, They, they, they can't. It's the least progressive thing I can imagine. They can't be missing that point, can they? Well, they're, uh, you mean like NPR, for instance? I mean, yeah. they're willfully ignoring it because that's what they do. While masquerading as brave, you know, even-handed journalists. Yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't see how you can be. Well, no. Uh, well, and there is absolutely a flavor of them making it up as they go. Oh, sure, of course. This policy, and I would be shocked and horrified if this program goes through. I mean, it's such, and, and we haven't even touched on what's the. Uh, Scrolling down, what's the estimated cost of this thing? Uh, About a half a trillion dollars. Yeah, it'll be the most executive fiat based on a very, very thin legislative reasoning. It will be easily the most expensive stroke of a pen in our nation's history. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite thinkers, Charles C.W. Cook of the National Review, thinks it's the end of America if it happens, and that, wow, if presidents can sign away a half a trillion dollars just on their own congress not involved at all where are we and that's a pretty good question and i'd forgotten that uh, the ability to forgive debts was 
cited repeatedly by the founding papas is something that must never happen because that was a tool of kings. Sure, absolutely. I missed that in history. Uh, but yeah, so again, it's it's a repugnant idea for a, a half a dozen different reasons. Um, and I realize your college loans suck, and I'm sorry you're not going to get a break on them, but uh, there's just no way we can let this happen. And you got charged too much, and all kinds of unfair things happen. But it ain't the fault of uh, that person working over there who didn't got to go to college. They shouldn't have to pay for it. There's no argument you can make that they should have to pay for it. Right. Morally, constitutionally, financially, they're they're just there's no ground to stand on. I mean this this is like if you're you had a, a bad neighbor, just wasn't very helpful, kind of rude. You know, the fence was falling down. They refused to help you fix it. Whatever. That's just sort of person. And your and your buddy, the sheriff's deputy, said, hey, no problem. I'll take care of it. And he shoots him in the chest and kills him. I mean, okay, you don't have to your neighbor anymore, but the deputy has just done something awful and unconstitutional. Come on, America. <laughs> That's a heck of an example you just gave us. <laughs> it's a clear one, though. Cut through the crap. That's what I try to do. You did cut through the crap. <laughs> oh, you know what? We were talking about how we're not ready for major wars, et cetera, the military. There's an aspect of that we didn't even touch on. Totally unglamorous, but I found pretty interesting. We can do that next hour. Plus, there's a twist in the L.A. City Council Wars. The racist L.A. City Council Wars. A twist. Love that story. If you missed an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.